0: Hi there, my name is James Barton, also known as Box, the writer of the Insight and Discussion series. This is the Oddman Broadcast. As a warning, some of the content in this may not be suitable for minors, in which case, you should make sure that you're listening with a parent or guardian who is responsible. Now then, my two guest hosts this evening are...
1: My name is Brett, I go by Ogre Barbarian on the Reddit. I have authored the team crafting series along with... Um Math is your friend, and oh, Captain, my Captain.
2: Hi, this is uh, DP0427, also known as Daniel. Uh, I'm the author of most of the financial marketing, gameplay, and uh, an accessibility analysis series on the Reddit. Uh, I'm one of the full-time mods, and uh, these two guys are now part-timers, it seems. <laughs> oh, <pretty> cool. You, <laughs> you can just put it on the table like that.
0: So, but, uh, anyways, so uh, we got a pretty good show for you guys tonight. Of course, this is just rehearsal, but for those of you listening, hi there. Hi there. Glad you guys could hear me. Sound fifteen. Uh, time actually, I'll try to sound older later. Uh, but so we're gonna be talking about various things. You know, the state of the game in the meta. We're gonna look over the past month, talk about like what we think about it, and of course, we have our personal thoughts on certain things. Discussing the community, so on and so forth. But without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this. So, state of the game. So, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, start out on this one as the most salty player here. (laughs) Uh, I find the state of the game to be a touch disappointing. Now, don't get me... They've certainly made some pretty good strides forward in terms of you know, producing content, things like that, especially when compared to back when the game launched. But you know, given how long it's taken, I expected a bit more. The hero challenges still haven't been fixed back to their glory I. days. Uh, it's still rather hard to harvest up enough resources to either level your characters, get their skills up, so on and so forth. But again. Certainly not as bad as it was at some points, but still not up to where it should be. I feel like the power creep, in terms of just how much you need to get by, has been steadily increasing, and the output of the different things you can do in this game have not kept up to that equation. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I have to agree with a lot of what you said there, but at the same time, I have to disagree with some of it, too. Uh, The game has definitely come a long way from when it first started, and... I think it's a lot easier now for newer players to start the game. That's definitely something that I think has improved strides and strides. It's a lot easier to start playing and start gaining access to strong characters early on. Um, Now it is still very much a grind, like you were saying, to get all of the gear, the, uh, skill materials, the, you know, uh, shards and stuff for characters that are not in events that hasn't really changed. So I would like to see that improve a little bit, but otherwise having access to way more hero shards than you did in the first, you have access to characters you didn't even have before. So there's definitely a lot of things that have improved.
2: Okay. I, I'm pretty much on the same page as Brett uh, with what he's saying and what well, Doom, what you're saying too. You, you guys were talking about a lot of different things at the same time. I kind of just want to split this up into different things. Um, some of the things that you mentioned I agree with and some of them I, I disagree with, mainly for what they add to the game or what they take away from the game I think we can all kind of agree that um, farming, especially shard farming and material farming they still haven't really progressed much in that sense they've made certain shards a little bit more accessible by adding new content to the game which is great but uh, material farming still is pretty much the same as it was since global launch I don't think it really has improved that much in that sense um, and also i th- I think that most people can agree, especially when you get to gear nine gear ten uh you look at you see that there's a huge imbalance for certain materials and th- I don't really understand the reason why I just actually did the the upgrade missions just before uh starting today, and it i had like you have to farm ninety two of a certain level three material uh for each for each affinity to actually get. Four or five of them at gear ten, which is stupid because the other ones you have hundreds and hundreds of them, but the other one you're always at zero, basically. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the one uh, just want yeah. to mention yep, go ahead. ping.
0: So I don't need. Uh, there it is
2: again. Oh, the ping. It's people joining the thing. I'm trying to figure out how to mute that. Uh, oh, me I mean it's
0: all good. If it's people, then yeah. <laughs> Hi,
2: people. It's people joining to the Discord. <laughs> it's people joining to the Discord, and it's that. It's like that dinging noise whenever they join. I'm not sure, like, I right. actually muted the Rediverse so it doesn't actually uh, give me that, but it's still giving me that. Um mm. I guess that doesn't actually do well, anything. Oh it's
0: all good. <laughs> uh, I'm not too worried about it. Honestly, the people that are in here, I appreciate those guys, and, you know, a little ping here and there. We're just rehearsing. It's no big deal.
2: Right. Um, yeah, okay. It's not going <laughs> well. <cool. laughs> okay, so, uh, let's... Uh, what, what, what was I saying? Uh, we're talking about the things that i think that actually have improved to in to keep things a little bit positive because we are bashing a little bit on it um what ogre was saying i think that in terms of the whole game in general it has come a long way since last november um the biggest thing for me is the level of content that has been created since and as well the the ui the ui has changed quite a bit uh i don't not many people actually mentioned that but in the last update one thing that actually I was thinking about for a while, and I didn't know why they did it in the first—they didn't do it in the first place—was move that community center thing to the right side. Like it was on the there was too many things on the left side of the screen, and they just moved it to the right side. And it just made me feel like there's was much more balance to the UI, and a lot of a lot of what players wanted having, um, having to be being able to do like uh, gear runs or shard runs directly from the characters the character selection menu. Yeah, that uh, was like nice. Adding speed force to that, like they actually listened to a lot of the things that we wanted them to implement. So actually, in in a sense, that actually keeps me very optimistic, um, especially the fact that people are voicing their opinions on the forums and on Reddit. So uh, it gives me a sense of, I guess, a little bit of hope, <laughs> so to speak, for the future. <coughs>
0: uh, may I interject on a few things? Go ahead. <laughs> So first off, as everyone knows, DC Legends is hopeless. There's no <laughs> hope to be had. But also, a few things. One, and again, this is me being salty, but I'm gonna act as the sort of devil's advocate here, so please pardon me on it. While I will agree that there were some nice quality of life changes recently, there are changes that shouldn't have had to even be added because they should have been there in the first place. A lot of these things are no-brainers that we've been asking for for months, and they only just now added it in. In addition to that, they're very well aware of the community perception on the gear events and especially the big 500 shard events, how people have been saying over and over, Captain Cold event sucked. There is nothing to gain from it. The Ivy event was the sweet spot. And they're like, oh, yeah, we hear you. We know this yet every single month, it's the same event as Captain Cold. I think people have stopped complaining by this point. And like, let's say, it's a touchy subject, the hackers, right? Hackers have been in the game since the beginning of the game, and yet only now they're making strides here and there. I understand it's an ongoing process, but if they're able to do it so easily now, why not way long ago? And about that community center, Seems like there's a pretty awesome community that it doesn't include. <laughs> One that I'm a part of. Hmm.
3: Here, here, Yeah. I, I... And
0: the thing is, is I don't get it because the Reddit, in my opinion, is where all of the content is. Not to crack, of course. We've cultivated a community that's very, very heavy in information. We've got character guides, which <clears throat> need to be updated. My bad. We have, like the buying analysis from you, you have Ogre's Captain analysis and his math is your friend thing. Things that newer players really need to see and yet all they get is the main forum where the last guide there was talking about how broken Suicide Squad Deadshot is (laughs) five or ten months ago. Like, they need to definitely expand that to include the Reddit because we're a legitimate community. If anything i would say we're the best community they have but there's absolutely no indication that they have any plans to actually consider us as such
2: yeah i can't really disagree with most of what you're saying but (laughs) there's i guess there's (laughs) things that we need to talk about um let's let's divide this up and talk about this in sections then because there's i think that we're sort of mashing a lot of stuff together um sure let's so how about uh,
0: mm-hmm. i'll see this one real quick and I want you guys, i'll bring up the topic you guys already know my thoughts on all the topics <laughs> and uh we'll go from there so first things first let's talk about the reward systems and things like red alert and alliances do you guys think it's an improvement where do you think it could be improved
1: <sighs> reward systems the systems are definitely... they are definitely improved. They've definitely added a lot of content there. I
3: think the Red Alerts,
1: when they added... I was already a level 70 player and I already had maxed out characters and stuff. It's very hard to go through for me. I have still yet to beat it, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't really... I know it's really good for players that can take advantage of it because they get the opportunity to get those shards that are otherwise impossible to get. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate it. It's really good. And I've wanted to, several times start over and you know start a new account and start fresh and see what I could do with it and you know go from there but I just I don't have the time to do that anymore like I did back in the day when I did my one month run uh-huh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: okay
1: so like definitely there's definitely been a lot of improvements
2: okay um what do you think DP from my opinion I guess we're we're talking about red alerts first I think Red Alerts is a great addition to the game, mainly just because of the fact that it's free. It's completely free, it's the only thing in the game uh, that we have that you can do regardless of what point of the day you're in. Like, if you've just spent all your PvE energy or PvP energy or whatever, uh, you can always play it. And so, given that, I mean, people are going to complain for the sake of complaining, but... If you can complete it, great. If you can't complete it, well, try next time. But you'll, you'll eventually get there. You know what I mean? So I think I was like with Ogre uh, when, when Red Alerts first launched. I was also level 70 with a lot of maxed out characters. So the, the curve, the difficulty curve was super high for me. But I think after the first month or two, I was able to build up my roster, like to, to sort of get a good rotation, a good balance, and make it a lot deeper. And now I clear it every single day so uh okay apparently people can't hear me uh can you yeah, guys can you guys hear me now quiet. can you guys hear me now can you guys hear me now still still quiet i, Let me see. I can hear you fine i don't know <laughs> can, you, can yeah. you guys can you guys hear me now is it okay now sounds better a little bit better
1: Okay.
0: Jesus, okay, give him a second, D P <laughs> my
1: God. <laughs> you can only type so fast. <laughs> that's true. But uh
0: that's
3: uh, I, I have one more
1: saying? thing to add there. Oh, I, I have one more know. thing to add there.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um like because of the difficulty, uh-huh. like I appreciate the challenge and everything, uh-huh. but honestly, it's just another PvP. And uh-huh. honestly, PvP has become very boring for me.
3: Uh-huh.
1: It's just all the same now it's I don't even enjoy PvP
2: Mm -hmm.
1: the one thing so I mean red alerts is
2: great but I don't enjoy it okay I I I agree with you with the fact that it's basically like playing PvP and basically most people will have uh, the same opinion of it being PvP without uh, like renewed cooldowns right so it's the fact that you have Mm -hmm. cooldowns that carry over which make it even harder than PvP for, for from other people's perspective the if I were to play Devil Advocate in this case to sort of ser- like uh, err on the side of, uh, in favor of Red Alerts, it's the fact that because you have cooldowns and because you have this sort of different dynamic to uh, a, a survivor mode, really, is it, it, it sort of let, makes you explore different avenues and different w- team compositions that you wouldn't normally. Like in PV- PvP, for example, if you have like a meta team or if you have a staple four or five characters that you always just use. For Uh, it's never really going to be any different. But the fact that the cooldowns introduce that element of uh, difficulty, you actually have to start using people that you wouldn't use normally, which actually makes it more interesting and challenging from different perspective. But that's exactly what it is supposed to be, though, because people assume that Red Alerts is supposed to be just free, and then therefore free equals free stuff, but because you can't beat it, they're getting upset about it. I think that it's a very challenging thing to do, and then uh, the fact that you can, if you work your roster and if you develop your characters in a certain way to take advantage of that, uh, you'll make the most out of it. But you know, it's it's very it's very difficult to have uh, such a deep roster, especially for new players. So I definitely know that 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 curve, that difficulty curve, is is definitely there. So I'm not really sure how to tackle that. Though. No.
1: No, yeah, and that wasn't my complaint. My complaint was that I'm tired of seeing the same 10 characters in every Red Alert team that I fight. (laughs) I want to have diversity. We have 60-some-odd characters in this game. Uh Give me some diversity. That's true. If these characters are not based on PvP teams, and they're just characters that are maxed out or whatever, you know, that I have to fight, that's fine. But give me some diversity. I I agree I'm tired of fighting Green Arrow. Uh I am tired of it. But in it, both of his forms.
2: <laughs> what, what, one point I'll add to what you just said there, which actually is uh, a little bit of an ironic point, is that the fact that there's a little bit of a lack of diversity actually makes it easier for me to clear it uh, constantly because I've noticed that the certain, a few characters that pop up in rotation is usually Satana, Cyborg, uh, Huntress, uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Yellow. Yellow Lantern, Sinestro, uh, right? Uh, Green Lantern, kind of Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. You? You well, what I'm saying is like that you, you d- there, there are. D- if you flash. if you look through all of the <laughs> different threats before you start going through them, there is actually there is actually a few uh, very easy teams if you just look for them, right? And uh, what I do is uh, I try and pick those guys off first, and then uh, then when the when the uh, the list renews, the threat list renews, I look at the next set of threats to see if I can see that. And usually I, there's been like three or four or five threats in a row where it's just the same team they're just shuffling the order around. Literally the same four characters, except now Cyborg's the leader, or now Zatanna's the leader, or for some reason Huntress is the leader. <laughs> right? So... And and that happens a lot, and I don't think... Um, that This is ironically a probably a problem with their algorithm, but... Uh, it it is an advantageous thing if you can look for it, and in my case, I I probably finished like half of the threats with just those easy rollover over teams. So, anyways, that's that's one right. small point. Well,
0: we're coming up on a bit of a time scrunch here. So <laughs> we gotta move on. To our topics, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. But uh, okay, so. Outside of, uh, Red Alerts, also alliances. What do you guys think about alliances? Do you th- What do you think about the rewards? What do you think about the inclusion? How do you think it could be improved? Let's hear it.
2: Ogre, do you want to go, go first? Ogre, hello?
0: Hell, I'll go first then. Okay, you go first. Uh, well, as far as the whole Red Alerts thing goes, just to piece in my little two cents. Uh, Red Alerts are fine. Could be better in terms of, uh, character diversity, but frankly it's not that hard to be. I actually rolled a new character account some time ago when Redbirds mm-hmm. launched, and yeah as a new player, you can basically just a Bruce or Batman your way through it all, but uh, as far as alliances go, I think alliances are fantastic mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel like they limit design space in a way which is weird to say, but like, there's certain Am I back? content yeah. oh, hello <laughs> I about alliances, yeah Uh, so what I was going to say is uh, I feel like there's certain things that people strive for, everyone wants to be a top 100 alliance everyone wants Mm -hmm. to be this and that but from my wow days I've learned it's hard to get 30 people in the same place at the same time all working towards the same goal Mm -hmm. and uh, I actually recently Mm -hmm. disbanded my own alliance Legion of Doom, they went off and became an even better alliance, I'm so proud of them (laughs) too but you know, it comes down to the fact that if even one person gets tired, you could find yourself out of top 100 when you've been there the whole time. Mm -hmm. So it's good in the way that it encourages teamwork it allows new players a way to get certain cards that they can't get otherwise. You know, it gives you something to aim for, but as a downside it makes it so that you have to rely on other people. On top of that some of the timing on some of the things is a bit wonky, like pvp challenges on the pvp that day or you know having to do heroics just in general kind of sucks because you're either spending your energy on characters you want or you have to spend it efficiently to maximize points which kind of works counteracting to one another it's usually never the same thing but that's my thoughts on it what do mm-hmm. you think Ogre?
1: yeah alliances definitely could use some some tweaking. Uh, they definitely offer a lot of things in the reward. I, I love the rewards that are offered. Awesome. The shards are great. There are amazing characters in there that are incredibly hard to get or impossible to get elsewhere. Um, so that you cannot argue with. Um, I do think that the the way you earn points needs to be adjusted. I think honestly we need to have some sort of raid boss or something rather than a uh, you know go into heroics or go into PvP with these characters. Because, honestly, not everybody has those characters. Not everybody wants to use those characters. The entire point of this game, when I started playing it, was to use characters I wanted to use, uh-huh. not use the same ten characters all the time. Uh-huh. You know, I got lucky in the fact that Flash and Grundy are on my list of characters <laughs> that I wanted to use, and they pop up a lot. So, but I swear to God, I never was going to use Hal Jordan. Hate him. But oh, he's on actually, that damn thing all the time.
0: If I may <laughs> uh, add in something, too. It also does bother me that they make such terrible characters the choices for the PVP events. It. Like, it, it, I have the choice between hired gun, Deadshot, which is a good character, or Chemo and Doomsday, and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> I wonder which one he's gonna pick.
3: I'm always
1: gonna use Chemo, you know that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know I am. I, don't I have that. I have that full maxed out. <laughs> See. <laughs> Now, if, if uh,
2: to take a different point of view from, uh, the w- from where Ogre's uh, uh, bridging off here, in terms of Alliance missions, um, I'm sort of the opposite. I'm more of the, what's the word here, in magic terms it would be like a shark. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the sort of standard, boring, like play the best characters type of uh, player, right? So I always had, like, the typical, like, Hal Jordan, Green Arrows. Like, the even from the beginning, I had Zatanna. Like, I started looking at the guys that were probably the strongest out of the, the easier-to-farm characters and started farming them. <laughs> no, nobody boo <blew> me. <laughs> but anyways, what happens is that when, when they have a character like, um, I don't know, Dr. Fate come up or... Uh, somebody that's not really used much like even Harley Quinn. Yeah, I, I started playing Harley Quinn a, little, a long time ago but then she got nerfed so I just left her I forgot about her and then she comes up a lot for example. Even Batman Batman, Cape Crusader, um, he comes up a lot and I just got him to gear 10 today you know what I mean? So that's sort of like where I'm at and I think a lot of people are like me too from that point of view. So when certain uh, alliance missions comes up and eh, there are days where I put in zero contribution, and me being the leader of my alliance is actually not a great thing, but, I, you know, lead by example, et <laughs> But I told my guys, hey, um, speaking from the point of view of, of, of people and how, how involved they want to get into an alliance, there are days when you can commit a lot, and there's a days where you can't really contribute at all. So I tell, those, I tell my guys, hey, if you, if, you don't, if you can't put in anything today, put in zero, and then tomorrow put in double if you can Right? Find the day that you have a character that you can do it and do as much as you can on that day. But um, getting back to the topic of alliances and how I think it affects um, the game now, it actually ho- adds a whole new dynamic to the game, which I think a ton of people were waiting for. When did it come out? Like March or something? Or February? I can't remember. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> it came out in uh, the end of February.
2: Was that it? Oh, yeah. Right. So, you know, that... That was uh, a huge, huge addition to the game, and everybody was talking about that for what the first three or four months when since the game was launched, right? So you know, people really,
1: really, really happy. give us alliances. Yeah,
2: exactly. So you know, that going back to the state of the game uh, in general, it's it's a hugely
1: positive change, I think. So, hmm. all right. And no, I don't disagree. Hmm? Ooh. Ooh. I don't disagree that it's okay. a huge positive change. Okay. I don't disagree with that. Okay. It is a, a very positive change. Okay. I just wish it had been a little mm-hmm. different than it was. Because honestly, when I hear alliances, it means a community. Mm-hmm. It means, you know, a team. And honestly, the way everything is set up, it really doesn't, honestly, to me, it does not foster that yeah, feeling. I have,
0: to, uh, I have to agree with Ogre. It feels less like a team. And more like just a bunch of individuals who happen to be moving in the same direction. Yeah. Like, I
3: would
0: would not be mad if they introduced, like, alliance events where you had your entire alliance working towards one single thing. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like, whatchamacallit, like boss mode, raid mode, things like that, where your alliance. Yeah, and that's what I was
1: saying before. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, I agree with that. I think alliances could be more. But, Mm -hmm. you know, for what they are, it's not bad. Uh, So let's move on to something you guys are probably very good at talking about. I'll Mm -hmm. just stand out of this one for the most Mm part. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shop prices, Uh. money, (laughs) lucrative action, fiscal responsibility, (laughs) if you will. Me personally, I mean, I don't mind tax, whatever. You know, I'm just kind of a guy. I'm a little bit of a whale, but not really. I just don't like it when they nerf characters right before putting them on sale or put characters <laughs> on sale, then nerf them. But that's that's my own two bits that I'll cover later yeah, on. So what do you, you think that. about pricing, <laughs> what do you got to think about sales? Let's hear about it from the two financial gurus of the community.
2: I have a lot to say on this, on so i right, go well, first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate that, go ahead and slam me
3: after I'm done. <laughs>
1: Um, honestly, I think the, the shop prices have come a long way because when we first started, like there was nothing but the 8,000 pack, Uh like that was it, Uh you know, there was nothing else. So honestly, they've come a long way in creating different price levels, different, you know, shard values and different things. So that's, it's definitely changed for the better for Uh the most part. Uh There are the ones that are, you know, 16,000 for 150 shards, 200 shards, whatever. It's like, ah, I'm not going to. Spend 16000 on that. I don't have 16000 I barely have six. You know? So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible with my gems. I mostly just spend them on upgrade events, and uh-huh. that's kind of where I draw the line uh-huh. for the most part. Although I did just buy Supergirl to finally get her Battle One uh-huh. because I was one of the lucky few that suffered from the uh, PvP bug way back when she was around and was at zero trophies the entire month. Uh, wow. So. I had that lovely joy Uh, and somehow i managed to survive playing the game through that so i figured i might as well stick with this game for at least a year (laughs) Mm -hmm. after that so i'm still here Mm
0: -hmm. okay (laughs) an interesting perspective as a quick question to the both of you Mm -hmm. obviously you'll be answering first on this one so back in the day the average price per shard was a set certain amount because we went off of the uh you know the what was it 4k for 50 deal right that was the uh-huh. standard do you guys think that is still the standard price for a character or what
1: well that's a loaded question because it is still the standard price but at the same time they have the variables which change and dp goes over quite a bit in his, yeah. his analysis so tag on that one yeah all you dp all right, all right. <laughs> okay so Exactly uh, what what Brett said.
2: Um, when it comes to the actual standard pricing, I think that most people can agree that um, mm. forty or sorry four k for fifty shards or eight k for a hundred shards. It's being it being uh, eighty gems for uh, per shard, right? So that to me is the standard where I draw the line at what is considered you know a good deal or not a good deal, um, and that's where we look at a lot of the variable packs. So <coughs> In terms of uh, the variable packs, you I tend to just look at the average uh, between the spread because there's obviously going to be a lower upper limit uh, to all of them. So as long as your average is under the eighty gems per shard, technically it's a good deal. But that being said, for example, if you look at the jumbo pack, which is nine k, which is a really expensive pack, it's barely under. It's just like seventy ish, just mm-hmm. under eighty, and in that case you know it's one of the the technically still good but then you might still get hosed if you pay 9k and get 100 shards because then you're paying 90 gems per shard so it's all these variable packs are gamble and there's no ifs and or buts about it and the only thing is that like i i I often write in a lot of my analysis that when you invest into it you have to think about investing at least in a couple or a a few packs so that you can sort of of mitigate that uh, variability Right, but okay. Mm. That that being aside, the one thing that I want to segue in from from variable packs is the fact that recently, in the last two months, they've been include they've been uh, increasing the number uh, or the types of variable packs and other packs in general. So they've increased the variable the variability of packs as a whole. Uh, they've increased the frequency in which packs are put out. And they've actually uh, changed some certain certain types of packs distributions. So, for example, PvP packs, and uh, they've included new stuff like alliance packs. Obviously, so in terms of the store in general, uh, they've made a lot of improvements. And I think that we can all agree that more content is better than less content. So, in in that sense, they've they've come a long way. <clears throat>
0: mm. okay. Now, seg- uh sorry, go ahead, Ogre.
1: I was just, agreed. <laughs> oh. Sorry.
0: Okay. Uh, Segwaying from that, now I want to ask, what do you guys think about the prices in the stores in reference to Alliance missions? So, for example, say they have sales in the store. Sure, they might have an average price, but now when you have to invest more into things like energy, when you have to invest in things more like uh, refreshes for gear events, mm-hmm. things like that, What do you guys think about, rather than the abundance of sales of characters, the lack of energy sales? Because I remember at one point, there was a time where Mm -hmm. every single week we would get a sale of like 500 energy for this much, or you'd get Mm -hmm. double PBT energy for Mm -hmm. the price. Now, those have all but disappeared. Mm -hmm. So do you think this is perhaps a wise money grab type thing? Or do you think that perhaps the energy sales aren't really quite so important in the overall scheme of things? Ogre,
1: you first uh okay so i think this one's definitely a double-edged sword it it is one of those things that i know players were really excited when it happened you know oh hey double energy woo! or cheaper energy whatever it was you know i think it was 400 for 250 energy something like that instead of the normal 500 and you still got the 30 um speed force was the sale in particular that you're referring to i think Mm -hmm. or you know you got 15 pvp energy instead of 10 or something. I don't remember exactly what those were. Um, it was like I didn't really... thirty
0: for two hundred. So yeah, basically
1: one fifty. You know, basically a double or one and a half times or whatever. But anyway, uh, I think those were good while they were around. But I think a lot of people got used to them and got used to the idea of them when they had the sales. They never got rid of the regular price. So I already knew that it wasn't going to be a long time thing. And I know a lot of players were not expecting it when it went away. And I was just sitting there like, but why? Why didn't you expect it to go away? You know, it's just they were being nice to us for a little while because of you know some of the other stuff that they had done. They found that that was the way that they wanted to help us. You know, whatever. I thought it was great while it lasted. Does it need to be around still? I don't know. I don't think so. Honestly, they give us so many gems at this point. If you go back to the Math is the Friend series and you actually look up how many gems we mm-hmm. earn per month, it's actually increased from that number because of Red Alert now. If you can complete at least through four, you get 15. If you can complete it all the way through, I think you get 105 mm-hmm.
0: extra Plus, uh, gems awesome. per day. Plus You know, so.
1: Right, and Legendary Missions also, you have additional gems there. So, you know, and I was, we were earning 8,000 gems when I wrote that, mm-hmm. you know, math is your friend thing. That didn't even include those two things. Mm-hmm. So you, if you do it right, you can earn over 10,000 gems in a month. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they don't need to have those kind of sales because they give you so many gems. Exactly. All right, I think. DP. Well, I think personally.
2: Well, definitely the fact that we have a lot more access to gems than when we started out is definitely a huge point uh, for having or not having certain sales. The one thing that I, I think about when it comes to the lack of energy sales is it's probably a marketing thing, in my opinion. It's probably the fact that if you saturate the market too much with certain types of uh, sales or products, you sort of take away from that, that novelty. So when the energy sales came up, uh, they were great. It's sort of the same thing with the 2 for 1 GM sale, when it came up like at the end of the last year, or the beginning of this year, there was a few of them, right? And now they've replaced, for example, the two-for-one gem sales with a character gem sale, right? Uh, which is mm-hmm. almost exactly the same if you think about it in terms of value, but a little bit less than two-for-one. But if you look at the energy sales, right, if they were to bring in an energy sale, let's say next month, uh, around the beginning of September, everyone would go crazy. Everyone would be loving it. And then they would take it away for a while. Everyone would be salty. And then it would come back again, right? And every time they bring it back, they, they, everyone gets excited. You know what I mean? So the fact that if they if they would constantly put it out once a month or once every few weeks, it's great, but it might you know take away from that. And I do agree that energy is probably where most people want to use the resources. But, anyways, um, that's that's my thought of it. It's probably marketing. <laughs> so
0: very interesting question from Profit uh-huh. asking about uh, normal players. Uh-huh. This is going back to the community thing. Normal players who are just playing the game and aren't doing the you know, extra research and stuff oh. and finding the Reddit, uh-huh. they have no idea about Ogre's you know, whole uh-huh. strategies and your pack analysis. So do you guys think that if they're not able to strategize, that they're just buying from the shop?
2: Uh, I was like that. <laughs> I was like that personally until just before the Supergirl event in December. And that's when I found the reddit and that's when I started reading stuff um, right up to that point I was just doing whatever I was <laughs> and to be honest, I was one of those guys that says hmm let's buy this uh the superhero pack or whatever it was the 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 biggest one the one the one mm-hmm. that's like uh 4k or 5k I can't remember how much it is 4k yeah and I got uh like twenty or forty shards of Sinestro <laughs> So You're
0: probably like, <laughs> whoa, I have this guy.
2: <laughs> yeah. And actually, for that reason, I started leveling Sinestro because I thought Sinestro was so great. And then, you know, I started reading the Reddit and it was like, Sinestro's crap. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I think that a lot of players who don't have access to, like, most of the community, that don't have that strategy, unless they're, you know, savants and they can sort of piece that together themselves, uh, they're probably just you know uh, flailing around and doing really nilly, <laughs> and a lot of resources oh, are just like disappearing.
0: Maybe it's a maybe it's a conspiracy. The reason WB doesn't have our community as the community center is because they know we'd inform the uninformed masses, and then yeah. they would rise up in uh-uh. rebellion. It's not- like we're Prometheus, and they're chained
2: <laughs> to the rock. Right. A uh, small point that I kind of wanted to address uh, a little bit earlier. When we talk about different types of players in terms of financial commitment, you already kind of said that you're a bit of a whale. Uh, Ogre, where do you think you? Where do you stand?
1: Um, I have put hundred dollars of my own into it, so I'm you're less than duffy. dolphin. You're yeah. I'm less than dolphin, yeah yeah You're I'm a guppy i would say face.
2: i'm 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 like ogre, but I spent a little bit more like up until about a couple of months ago, I was at the same point as ogre and then Superman pack rolled out again and then okay, I have to go deep into that again so uh but I would say that i'm i if ogre' is less than a dolphin then I'm a dolphin right so my point my point here <laughs>
0: right? God, if that makes you a dolphin i'm like Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness okay in fairness in fairness i've always spent a few maybe 3 400 dollars of my own money into this but i have not very creative people who buy presents for me a lot and it's always itunes in total i've easily put about let's say going from Way when the game first began, up until this point, going through all the holidays and all that jazz, I have sunk about probably eight thousand six hundred dollars worth of just iTunes. Into the stupid game. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, whose salary know, are you paying? To To be fair, like you know, over that much time, it's really not. Okay, what is that? No, one? no,
1: yeah. It's, it's really not that bad.
0: But, I mean, when you get iTunes, you can't really use them for anything else. And right. I have all the music That's I fine. want.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
3: Yeah.
0: So, Fair enough. I'm not going to lie. I ended up getting, uh, just in that one day alone, I ended up getting somewhere around like 2000 something dollars in iTunes just on Christmas. Jesus. You know what? And I still didn't buy that shitty Superman pack. Part of my language. <laughs>
2: we, we, don't, we don't speak but, uh, Halo of Superman.
0: <laughs> enough about my. <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: okay
0: um, so, moving on, interesting sure. uh, transition there, DP. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking on it, those character packs.
3: Uh-huh.
0: You know, what do you think about them? Now, to me personally, if it's between the character pack and the uh, two for one, I'd uh-huh. probably take two for one just out of the sense of practicality. However, uh-huh a lot of people are really loving the fact that they can just have a legendary character right away, especially for the events. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, what do you think, Ogre?
1: About what now? The, <laughs> the packs that to just get yeah. a legendary character immediately? Like... Yep, the $250 two fifty and
0: 225000 for 9999
1: Yeah, for those who could afford it, great. I'm not one of those. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of players are like that. Like, there's only a handful of players that are going to be able to afford that. And great. For those of you that do it, I support you in all your right to do so. I appreciate that you are supporting this game that I love and play, because without you, I couldn't play it. I can't afford it, so <laughs> sorry.
0: But well, but, more what I'm asking as far is, what as do you, what do you think about it in terms of accessibility? Not just who can buy it, but, like, if you can... What do you think that does for?
1: If you can purchase that, it definitely is worthwhile. Yes. Um, Just getting an automatically legendary character is Mm -hmm. is a very big boon because it does take a long time Mm -hmm. to get. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you want to spend the money to shave off, you're saving yourself, you know, weeks. So I I think it's definitely if you can do it, by all means, go for it. You know. And then one more thing. For the normal player, though, it's not. And then
0: one more thing, before I cut into DP's time anymore. Uh-huh. One more thing. Uh, so, what do you think specifically about them releasing the packs for the characters in the 500 event? And DP, you can answer all these questions in succession. But, Ogre, okay. what do you think about like, so the So,
1: specifically packs? like the Wonder Woman pack when she was the 500 event challenge, the, the live wire one, that what you're referring to? Yeah. Okay. So... Basically, all you're doing is, again, saving yourself time. Like, you're saying, I'm going to buy this pack so I don't have to rerun these events every day, you know, tell Oblivion and waste all my energy to do everything else. I'm going to just buy it now, do the event once, and be done. So, again, it's just saving yourself time, which is all that really spending any money in this game does anyway. It just saves you time. doesn't really give you a whole lot extra. Unless you get random characters like Shazam or Joker Clown Prince of Crime, who you just can't get. That's so, not talking about the last <laughs>
2: we'll time. Yeah, about about <laughs> we'll talk about Joker <laughs> later, in the game, later in this. Um,
0: Alright, I'm vetoing Ogre's ability to continue his statements about Joker. Okay. DP, you've been itching to talk. Let's do what you sure. have. Sure. Uh,
2: I'm going to do this in reverse order so that it's easier to remember. Uh, so to start off with the fact that the packs, they're talking about the packs that are um, featuring the event character uh, for each month. I think that only was, that was only twice, right? Well, I guess, yeah. Well, it was Livewire and Wonder Woman. And um, Livewire and Wonder Woman both are quite exceptional characters. And like, like Brett said, it's basically just saving time. And in, in, a, in a way, saving time is also saving resources because the time that you're not spending to rerun that stuff is energy that ener- you're not using that you could be using elsewhere. So in the end, you're still saving money. But then, if you look at it from a practicality or a pragmatic point of view, this is an event that you could do basically, quote, you know, air quotes, for free, and not have to spend that money. So you could get a level 5 character technically without having to spend a dime. So the idea of having to spend money to on a character that you could have access to their shards anyways, is kind of uh, a bit, mm, I wouldn't say stupid, but it's it's less practical, right? And in another sense, like if you look at the Cyborg Superman pack, for example, or uh, Ares or Nightwing, for example, these are paywall characters that you really can't have access to otherwise. So having uh, their gem packs is a lot much a lot more valuable than the other packs. You know what I'm saying? So when you compare these, they're essentially the same product, but they're not the same product. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, yeah. if you now to go back uh, to the to the pack uh, in terms of value, I think I wrote this somewhere on the Reddit. I can't remember when, but it was probably during the Wonder Woman week or the Wonder Woman theme month when it came up. I think that was the first time it came up. The gems, the gem packs. Um, in terms yeah. of comparison to the two for one sales, uh, they're just under. The equivalent of a two for one sale. I think, like, if you think about 25,000 gems, uh, two for one being 50,000 gems, it's like you're getting 40,000 gems instead of 50,000 gems. Like, that's sort of the math around what the value of the pack is. Like, if you compared it to an 8k pack uh, and how many 8k packs you would need, you would need roughly, uh, it was 100 shards, so yeah, you would need two and a half packs, right, to get 250 Uh. shards. Right, so you need two and a half packs to get yeah. to that. So I equated it to roughly forty thousand gems. It's quite good. Like y- it's obviously not a two for one sale, but it's still quite good. So for people who are going to invest that anyways directly into an 8K pack, or even if you're going to save those gems and put it into a variable pack, you might even get a better value out of it. The only thing is obviously two for one packs always going to be better. No, there's no ifs and or buts about it. But, again, that could be another marketing thing for Christmas time or something. They might bring that back. But this is still a great way to sort of fill that gap. Because a lot of people are waiting for the two-for-one sales. But, you know, now this is this is great. For people who can afford it, I think it's a great way to do it. My personal advice would be if you're going to invest into one of these packs, probably pick a paywall character, not an event character.
0: Hmm, I see. Speaking on that topic, also want to go ahead and bring up their plan right now, where it's a rework and then two new characters. Mm -hmm. Since that plays well into the pay uh, two-for-one-pack strategy Mm -hmm. where you have the event character and the paywall character, what do you guys think about that, where they're only doing one a month? Do you think that's fine? You're just happy that they're reworking? Do you think that it should be more? Do you think maybe just one new character that's an event and then two reworks? With more ways to access that character, like what's the thoughts here? What's the uh, consensus between you guys?
2: Ogre, you can go. You can go first. Oh, Ogre? I think okay. Maybe Ogre Disconnected again. All right. Okay, uh, you go first, DP. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> in terms, of, um, oh, oh, there he goes. Sorry. <laughs> <Sweet. laughs> uh, what were we talking about? I just lost my train of thought.
0: Right, uh, the fact that they're reworking characters. Right, okay,
2: right, 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 so right, right, um, in terms of reworking characters, I'm just happy with the fact that they're doing it, honestly, um, R- if they're doing, yeah, if they're doing one, one Hello, month, Andrew. if they're doing one a month, that's great, I would love for them to do more, like two or three a month, that'd be awesome, but I think that they would quickly buy out of characters to rework if they do it that way, so this is a great way to sort of give people what they want, but stretch it out, you know? And I don't see them having to rework any new characters anytime soon because they just came out. So they're probably going to rework stuff, uh, characters that w- have been out since the beginning of the game. And for the next year or so, we'll probably have all of the core characters that you s- probably can farm from PVE reworked. That's that's my guess. In the next year, because that's going to be what twelve characters, thirteen characters or so. So they might give, they might do two in a month. But yeah, I don't see them really picking up the pace on reworking characters.
0: All right. Ogre, what do you think? Assuming you heard the uh, question. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> All
3: right, Can cool. you hear me now? So,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So um, I, I like that they're doing the rework, honestly. I really think it's a great idea. I honestly am confused why they chose Superman as the first one. I think there was several other characters that were, had way more glaring holes. But <laughs> yeah. that's a different story entirely. Um, I love the idea of the rework. I love the idea that they're only adding two new characters a month now. It was really hard to keep up with three characters. Yeah, Honestly, if they went down to one character a month and made two reworks, it would make it even easier to keep up. But I don't think that's gonna happen considering we have 500 of it twice a you month know, and gives us all the 100 cards that we need. So we still have to have something specific to PvP where mm-hmm. we still wanna farm that character through the PvE challenges and stuff like so, that. okay
0: okay well that was enlightening uh for the most part the end it kind of cut out
1: yeah it kind of got muffled a little bit oh it did a little bit yeah just a little i was cutting it out
0: no we got the gist of it though it's all good okay okay so perfect segue because i'm a brilliant host uh (laughs) power creep if you guys don't know what that is in the audience power creep is when releases of new characters or new mechanics slowly phases out the ability for older characters to still compete. For example, say if they released a character that was basically like Bane, but way, way, way better. Like say (laughs) his mints never fell off, his power spikes were bigger.
3: He was super
2: fast.
0: (laughs) He wasn't Bane, basically. That would make Bane power creeped out. Or like say, what's a character that's in the meta right now, but just barely in the uh, supergirl or green arrow <laughs> for example Emerald Archer of course not castaway uh, if they released a character that was basically Supergirl plus one then Supergirl would be slowly removed from the meta mm-hmm. through what's called power creep. Prophet just so, mentioned, like Flash Yeah Prophet yeah.
2: just mentioned Flash and Reverse Flash. Yeah.
0: Yeah like Flash was in there as a red killer you go in, you flip the coin, hopefully you get heads and kill a red.
2: Reverse Flash
0: is essentially and empirically, for all intents and purposes, a superior Flash. Yeah. Okay, yes, in red alert. But you know what I mean, just in terms of why you would use Flash in the first place. Well, there's Flash does Mm -hmm. that, but better. Well, that's the definition of power creep.
2: I think that's probably the best example of power creep.
0: Yeah. Um, So, mm -hmm. in terms of power creep, what characters do you think are most at risk of being power creeped out? And how would you fix that? Because we're talking reworks. How do you think you could fix some characters?
1: Ogre go. Uh well, my favorite character in the game, already power creeped out a long time ago. Camo, Chemo, whatever you want to call him. Okay, was he ever in to be creeped out? I, I always have loved him. I've always loved him. He's a super tank. But again, this is gonna go to my personal thoughts at the end. The HP bug that's been plugging the area. that I just anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, Camo is one of the characters I always, I fell in love with as soon as I started playing with him. Cheetah, same thing. Cheetah is one of those niche characters that if, if you can't get fast enough, she helps you get fast enough. So she's not really, in, you know, going to phase out. But as far as characters that will phase out, like, I can't really name any that are meta characters that are going to phase out.
2: I'm thinking Robin, personally. Ooh. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Okay, go ahead.
1: Tell me about Robin. Was he ever meta, or was he just an anti-meta pick? Uh,
0: I mean, he was meta when he came out, kind of. Mm -hmm. He countered Cheetah, and... Well,
1: that's the thing. He was just an anti-meta pick. Well, He was just an anti-meta pick. He was never meta.
0: Okay, fine. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, I don't like Robin in general, but whatever. He's not good regardless. But, yeah, like, let's say, uh... Uh, what's a character that a lot of people used to pick? Uh... Huntress. No, Ooh. oh, no. Is
1: Livewire better than Huntress?
2: That's
0: Huntress is always going to be meta, there's no changing that. Like, as long as evasions are still broken as shit...
1: Yeah. Part Fair thinking. enough. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Like Assault Warsuit Lex Luthor, when he first came out, everyone Ooh, used him.
2: Yeah. That's a good example. Definitely a good example. I think the, the biggest problem with Power clip, especially with characters like uh, Camo or uh, whoa, like whoa, Lex whoa, whoa, or. Whoa, 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 whoa? whoa. Right.
0: DP. Right. Wait, your turn.
3: Oh, okay, I my mean, bad. I'm <laughs> because I'm the host, and I want to bring up points. Okay. You need to be polite, my good sir.
0: My no, bad. go my ahead, bad. go yeah.
1: ahead, go ahead. I'm enjoying this. <laughs>
2: All right, fine, go ahead then. What was I saying? Oh, right. When it comes to Lex and characters like Lex, um, a lot of the, the reason why they get power creep is because of their speed. Um, there are characters that are very close to what they are, maybe not exactly the same or not, not like, you know, in every shape or form, but they do effectively the same job and are faster. And that's probably the reason why a lot of them are cut out uh, and get power creeped out, which is, and a lot of people will uh, agree that this is the biggest problem with the PvP uh, Metagame in general is the fact that it's too fast right and it's always been like that Well, not always but for a good long time
0: <clears throat> Yeah, uh, I miss the good old days when if someone had an assault suit Lex and a doomsday you were sweating You're like oh man, how am I gonna beat this guy and in his incredible <laughs> doomsday stacks?
2: <laughs> Zatanna <Zatana> comes in <laughs> purges everybody <laughs> But, you know,
0: this was back in the day before people knew that Huntress was good and that yeah. Flash was good. So, yeah. But uh, I was thinking, too, like I mentioned before, like Supergirl, for example. Uh, you have, few, like, Supergirl existed solely to fix one problem, which was the arrows. Mm-hmm. And she did that okay. Mm-hmm. But now Emerald Archer is effectively neutered. Castaway is okay but he's slowly being phased out Uh, well not slowly but you know Mm -hmm. what I mean he's getting phased out eventually I'm sure and then you have Superman who uh, is basically just a better Supergirl in terms of aggressive compositions which is where you'd want him Mm -hmm. and then you have Aquaman who outright stops crits Mm -hmm. and so you know it's hard to exactly pin down what Supergirl even accomplishes anymore and she's a fast character too. Yep. But it feels like nowadays she's more or less just a buff stick for yep. Firestorm. Definitely. <clears throat> so so like if you know if I had to fix Supergirl I probably wouldn't be able to do it because her being good is directly tied into other characters also being good cuz she's a character made to stop other characters. Now Aquaman's always going to be good. If you can stop crits, you basically stop 99% of what makes characters good in this game. But, you know, with Supergirl, getting crit means that you're either dead or dying. And, you know, she had her little stint as, like, oh, reverse flash, castaway. But now the castaway's much worse. Not much worse, but, you know, almost reasonable. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. But do you have any thoughts So yeah. What do you think, Ogre?
3: Ogre?
2: You saying something? Hello. Uh-huh. Okay, wait. I I think he disconnected again. Yep. <laughs> okay, well that's fine. This is rehearsal. So okay. Um. Anyways. There there is one thing I want to say about. Uh, How about Apple? now? Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can oh, hear you. Shit. Oh go
1: ahead. Go ahead. Oops. There's For some my... reason I'm turning off. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think Supergirl phasing in and out, you know, Castaway again, like characters are going to come and go as the meta shifts, but unfortunately the meta doesn't shift because it's all speed. Yeah. So, I don't know. Again, it goes back to the HP thing. If characters had the HP that they were intended to have, and Grundy was this super tank, and Assault Suit Lex was this super tank, and they actually could do the job that they were supposed to do, maybe they would have a place. Yeah, that's definitely mm-hmm. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, true. Like-
0: Actually, that segues perfectly into my next point, which is going to be one of the final things about the uh, topic we're on right now. Mm-hmm. Speed versus crit. Mm-hmm. Now, there are, of course, characters like Reverse Flash who are not always fast, but have the highest possible crit chance. That's absurd. But what do you think is more impactful in the overall flow of the game? the ability to crit reliably, or the ability to move first?
2: That's tough.
1: Ooh, That's a tough one. I, I honestly think it's crit reliably. I Can would, you guys hear me? I would probably yeah, agree with okay. you,
2: but for the sake of discussion, I'm going to go with speed. <laughs> well,
0: too bad, DP. Huh? Ogre claimed crit reliably, so you're stuck with speed. Okay. Now argue it out. <laughs>
1: Well, and the reason, the reason I said it is because again the HP just isn't there. If you crit, you kill them. That's that's all it is. That's true. That is very true.
2: Mm.
1: Are, but the argument. Right. Uh, the argument also
2: being that I guess speed ties into crit. The fact that if you go first, you have a, you have a, you have the first chance of actually critting. So. The, exactly. Right. So
1: they are they don't they're not empirically separated or anything. They're they're definitely tied together to a degree.
0: Right. But which is more impactful, is what I'm asking.
1: I, I think the 41% chance to crit is more impactful. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting.
2: Now, Which
1: is what has made Aquaman so good. Right, exactly. Right. I was going to say
2: that. I, I, when you were talking Not about earlier... Oh, yeah, go okay. ahead. Yeah, speed. <laughs> but when you, when you were talking about earlier, when you were talking about uh, characters like Supergirl that were, they're, that were put in to, to combat certain things, Aquaman was exactly the same thing. Because Aquaman was put there... Uh, obviously, for uh, to to deal with arrows too, like uh, EAGA is basically completely like it's a hard counter to him. Uh, but also to be this is before they fixed the PvP um, was the, the affinity balancing. Before they fixed that, mm-hmm. uh, Deadshot, uh, Suicide Suicide Squad, Deadshot was like terrible a, a terror. He was just running amok. So uh, characters like Aquaman just basically came in was the one stop a one-stop shop to just shut everybody down. And that's what makes him so great. The problem is that if, if for example, they stray away from crit being so important and make other things more um, more important, like speed or uh, strength or, or intelligence or whatever, uh, characters like Aquaman will also then just get power, power creeped out again because then his utility will no longer be uti- like utility anymore. Hmm.
0: An interesting perspective. You also have to consider... <clears throat> That there are counters in place for crit, but there's technically no counters in place for speed.
1: Exactly. That's true. I think Captain Cold was intended to be that, so was was Mirror Master. They just, they're not as good as they once were.
0: Yeah. Oh, because God.
1: everything is speed.
0: The tears they flow for Mirror Master.
1: <laughs> yes. The, the, subtle, the subtle nerf,
2: the ninja nerf on, on Mirror Master, I didn't really understand why they had to do that. Was he that broken? I mean, yeah, he was good, but I don't think he was completely broken. I don't feel
1: like it really needed to be nerfed that way,
2: but anyways. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was necessary, but, you know, whatever.
0: And yet, in another brilliant stroke of hostmanship, I have segued us into our next discussion, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which will begin with the concept of buffing and nerfing. Whoa, (laughs) look at you go. So... (laughs) Now, this one is going to be another part where I'm going to have each of you take a side on this. Now then, which do you think is the more valid way to deal with characters? Do you think that they should be buffed up to reach higher tiers, or do you think that the higher tiers should be lowered to be more in line with the lower tiers? Do you think the game is more bottom-heavy or top-heavy? Ogre, I'll let you pick. Actually, wait, I take that back. No, I'm going
1: to let DP pick on this one.
0: Yeah, DP, you get the coin flip this time.
2: So wait, when you say bottom-heavy and top-heavy, what exactly do you mean again?
0: What I mean is that, do you think that most of the power resides in the fact that some characters are too good, mm-hmm. or that some characters are simply too bad?
2: Oh, definitely too bad. <laughs> I okay
0: think... then, so, you're on the buffing side, Ogre, you're on the nerfing side. Okay. Alright, so, argue the points. Tell me.
2: Like, my, the Ogre. biggest- oh, Who's MVP. going first? Ogre's first? Okay. No, 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 just the oh. Okay, oh, well, uh, if we talk from the buffing side, Uh, to go back on what we were talking about a little bit earlier, was the character rework, Superman in particular, this character I've been following forever, obviously, but um, the fact that he was reworked, like, in my personal opinion, he got buffed. And he became a character that can be used in PvP, for example, can be used a lot more in, in different modes of the game. So this brings up a character that was basically dead, no one was touching him, and then here he is again. And I think that... Um, that brings into uh, the fact that if they keep doing this uh, throughout the next couple of months or the next few months and make it a, con- a continuous thing, I think that that will help PvP get healthier. A lot of It'll help rebalance a lot of the characters and make them shine where they wouldn't have, like, basically just rotting in on someone's roster without, you know, level one, gear zero, whatever y- whatever you want. So that's, that's my biggest problem that I even, I... even though I have a pretty deep roster myself... I probably still, out of the, what, 15 to 20 gear 10 characters I have, I probably only still use maybe six or seven of them, right? So mm. that, and the problem is just mainly because the other guys, even though I have them, like, so, like, quite, you know, geared up as, like, for events and so on, I don't use them because they're not good enough, which is the sad part. I want to use them, but I can't. <laughs>
0: Interesting, interesting, ogre. Tell me, uh, characters being too good. Do you think nerfing would be more healthy for the game?
1: You know, actually, the the funny thing is, is that everything I've been arguing so far—the HP bug—it would be a huge nerf to everybody that relies on crits and speed. Okay. Because if everybody had the HP that they needed, everybody would all of a sudden get nerfed and not be anywhere near as good as they think they are. So yes, I agree that characters should be nerfed in that sense, but at the same time, if you were just to nerf a character, if you nerf one character, like let's say Huntress, let's say she gets less evasion now all of a sudden, um, or she hits less hard or something, you know, and she's not anywhere near as good. Now, everybody has to scramble, and use a bunch of different characters to try and fill that role. So you're actually using more of your roster, trying to figure out what to do with that slot than you are by busting a character and just saying, oh, I'm going to take this one out and put this one in.
0: Hmm. An interesting perspective. As a neutral party, personally, I can see the merits and downsides of both of your arguments. Luckily for me, I have the observer of actor A. So, Ogre's side, it's interesting that he says specifically that more HP would be the counter towards speed and crit. However, I have to counter it with the idea that, say, every character got more speed. If the top tier characters get nerfed down, that doesn't mean that there's not still very good characters that would take their place. For example, say you nerfed Huntress, that makes Cheetah more powerful for her acceleration properties. If you nerf, say, uh, also her percentage damage. If you nerf, say, I don't know, CAGA again, and make him way. Like, let's say you tie his passive into his ability to be invisible, then all you're basically doing is trading him out for someone else that's slightly good. No matter what, there's always going to be. So, nerfing has its merits that it brings other characters in line, but it's pretty hard to, uh you know, warrant saying that would make the game particularly healthier because all it would do is shift, <coughs> the, power, shift the power back, sure. But now on the side of uh, buffing things... You said Superman, for example, sure, he's a usable character now, but that doesn't mean that he's a particularly good character, I'll say. Like, he's a good character, he's usable, but why would I pick him over a ton of other really good leaders? And let's say they bring up other characters to the point where they're quote unquote viable, that doesn't change the fact that the top tier are still the top tier. You wouldn't use chemo if he was giving an extra 30 speed because he's still chemo he's still not great and on top of that buffing characters just means more cost on the player mm-hmm. and so does nerfing the characters obviously because you're wasting resources either way either you're gearing up a new character or you have all the gear already spent to an old character so it's it's tough to say which one would be more healthy but they are good cases on both sides it's just tough to uh really well, i think
1: i think the key here is to use them in common in conjunction and balance everything
2: i i think that uh what what uh, to add on to what ogre's saying that uh, a lot of new characters especially um and this is quite evidence with power creep is that a lot of them are just swiss army knives their kits are so well-rounded or they're so good they can go into any team composition and it's a lot less about balance and synergy and I think that uh, this game should be more about balance and synergy because it, it adds to the interest, it adds to that level of complexity. We don't have that mm-hmm. in the game because we're just playing the best four characters on any team. Um, mm-hmm. And to sort of play uh, the bipartisan part and taking from what, what Ogre said, I agree that the fact that if they uh, changed a, the HP or fixed the bug so that HPs were what, what it's supposed to be, that would be a buff and a nerf at the same time. So it's, it's good and it's bad, for depending on which side of the coin you're on, but it's definitely something that needs to be done. And you know, people have been complaining about this from the past. I think maybe they want to do this, but it's something very hard for them to figure out because I, they, maybe they don't exa- exactly know why it's bugging out.
1: <clears throat> hmm. Interesting. It could be that or it also could be because we've been using it for so long in this way, that oh. they don't wanna just completely change everything on us. That's true.
0: That uh... could be another thing. I don't think they're quite so benevolent, personally. I think the more of the mindset of, well, people are complaining, but not loud enough. So why change it? You know? Because, I mean, it's an easy change, but that's still work. And if they don't see the work being done, if we're still going to play the game regardless, then, you know, they're not going to change right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay. But uh, a nice segue from there into the next topic. So, speaking of the meta, top tiers and bottom tiers, we got some new characters entering the thing. Mm-hmm. We got Livewire, Cyborg Superman, regular Superman. How do you think any of these have impacted the meta? Ogre, I'll start with you.
1: Well, I definitely think Livewire has, has made her mark. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, I need a little bit more time on Cyborg Superman. I just, you haven't seen him yet. Really? So, I mean, for those who have him, I'm sure they love him because he looks really cool. I mean, he's, he's Cyborg Superman. He's awesome. <laughs> but his kit looks really good. He seemed really strong when I was fighting him through the Live Warrior event. So whether or not he is actually that good is yet to be seen mm-hmm. to me. Um, and as far as Superman, I think the people that want to use him are going to use him. And it's not going to really change his standing in the meta really. You'll see him now more than you did because you didn't see him at all before. So, but as far as it goes, you're not going to see a ton of him.
2: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. DP, your thoughts? To touch on the last thing that, that said about Superman, I'm actually one of those those people who would say that like whatever Superman is or is not doing, I kind you're of, I, I, oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Is it better? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, what I was saying about Superman was that I'm one of those people that no matter what he is doing or is not doing, uh, I would try to use him in any team composition if possible. But it's actually the opposite because I have my staple six or seven characters that I rotate in and out of PvP, and Superman doesn't really fit into what I want to be using him for. I do use him when I come across like an energy or a sort of physical heavy co- team composition, and I'll just put in more energy guys and he'll just beat the crap out of them. But it's it's really it's it's really not that impactful. I I'm sad to say. I really wish that it was more. But uh, his leadership ability, which is what really sold him for a lot of people, it's quite niche. You know, it's 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 one of those um, abilities where uh, because of the fact that everyone goes before him, and a lot of it's AOE damage, his taunt and his death immunity, or damage immunity doesn't actually matter. Uh, until you get around to him later in, the, later in the matches or later in the rounds. So uh, a character like Aquaman or Supergirl would probably feel a better role for most of PvP for whatever you're doing, right? Um, but then when it comes to Cyborg Superman, uh, I really hope that he's really good. Um, I haven't really seen him. I've come across him uh, in PvP, but I just basically like one or two shot him with a mystic, <laughs> so I don't really get to see what he does. He's not that fast. So he does, uh, but from what I see <coughs> in um, in uh, what's the word? in the event challenges, he he seems he seems to be quite good if he gets going. But that's the biggest problem again. We're going back to that whole speed crit problem. But anyways, Livewire on the other hand is the complete opposite. She's the third fastest character in the game. She's got evasion. She's got counter attacks. She's I would say almost broken. Maybe she is broken. Maybe it's fine to say that she is broken. She's been easily substituted into the standard meta team, arguably creating the new meta team. Well, switching one of the other characters in the meta team for her. So the only thing that I think that um, makes her slightly less broken than one of the other like staple meta team characters is that her AI is not that smart. So that could be fixed uh, or maybe it's intentional. I don't know, but for example, uh when she when she buffs or when she should be like doing certain attacks it's completely i feel it's really random but at the same time uh as someone's pointing out in the chat right now her rng is really really crazy uh like she'll sometimes never uh counter attack uh, or other times she'll get two counter attacks in a row and just wipe your whole team away so mhm
0: <clears throat> another thing i noticed is that uh a certain character has been popping up more in the meta that was completely swept under the rug, I think it was last month, and that's Nightwing. Mm. I noticed a lot more teams using them. So, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Ogre? Ogre's still there? Nope, Ogre's gone. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, you go ahead, DC. Well, the thing is, Nightwing is another one of those characters, like Cyborg Superman, that I haven't had a a chance to try out yet. I really want to. But um, I've only had the pleasure of just playing against him. And... He is fast, but not fast enough, I feel. Again, bringing up that issue again. I think that the biggest appeal to him is the fact that he has Colossus. Because having Colossus makes, real, makes like, really interesting team compositions.
0: One <laughs> second, <laughs> one second. I'm okay. hearing echo. Hey, yogurt.: okay, hey, Take it off. Take hey, off.
1: I know, I got disconnected. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Um, we're right. talking Sorry, about but, uh, Nightwing. What's your thoughts on Nightwing? You kind of got swept under the rug.
1: <laughs> no, it's Nightwing, I definitely think he is uh, He's a good character Based on his kit, I think I think he definitely could fill a lot of roles As far as If you have him If you don't have him, well, you don't need him
0: <clears throat> I see, I see Hey guys and, um, mm-hmm. So uh, uh,
2: just, just to uh, Give a little bit of time reference right now We're about 20 minutes over Our expected time so we probably should speed uh, through a little bit of this. We could uh, put a lot of what we want to talk about here into the next podcast. So,
0: right, right, okay. Well, then uh, let's go <coughs> through some topics. Woo! hyperspeed. <laughs> All right. So we talked about the meta basically. Uh, ways to tackle the meta. Let's just blow through that real fast. What do you guys think in terms of counterins? I'm, I'm thinking uh, Wonder Woman, Defender of Justice <coughs> to counter Live Wire because of the mm-hmm. taunts and the uh-huh. uh, what
2: do you call it lasso. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Wonder Woman is probably the best counter to a lot of things going on right now, but uh, yeah, definitely her. Um, the 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 car the the character that I basically fell in love with since the Wonder Woman event is Catwoman right now. Catwoman is awesome in PvP. Catwoman, uh, she can the way the way that her legendaries work uh, makes makes it really like, really interesting, based on, th- basically, uh, it doesn't really depend on what leader you're up against, if it's Hal Jordan, Aquaman, s- uh, Supergirl, or whatever. Her her purge and her stun, ba- based on the way the ordering of the abilities work, she'll always purge first and always stun, re- even if you have stun immunity. So, uh, the fact that um, characters like uh, Wonder Woman can rack up a billion buffs, she just wipes them all away with one attack. And um, and I'm surpri- It's surprising to see that she how much damage she actually does. I've crited uh, with her basic on some mystics and one-shotted them. So she she's surprisingly strong. Mm. Mm. Ogre, any any oh, thoughts wait. on countering the meta or dealing with the meta? Did he disconnect again?
0: I don't know, his silence is telling. Either he agrees, uh, or... I, I hear muffling,
2: No. Oh, wait, there we go. Shit.
1: Can't hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. I can Hello. Hear you. Yeah, we can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yep, okay. okay. Um... So, my thoughts have always been...
2: You're a bit muffled again here. It's hard to hear you. How about now. Better,
1: yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So... My thoughts have always been, if you can build a synergy-driven team, you can take on the meta all you want. The meta is literally just the top 100 showing their money, but that's, you know, my opinion. Hmm,
0: hmm. Interesting. All right, moving on to the next thing. Actually, we covered a surprising amount of these topics in the middle of our other topics. Yeah. Uh, So, um, (coughs) uh, what's it called? Uh, Favorite characters. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, everyone knows DP is a superman, I'll just go ahead and save <laughs> you the 20 minutes of him gushing about that. Uh, Ogre, what's your favorite?
2: You, it's really hard to hear you, but... Can you hear me now? No, not, not nope. really. Wait, hello? Say something. Hello? Mm. No, nope, still, still hard.
0: Ah okay. uh, yeah. Right.
3: How about again. how about you go?
0: <laughs> oh okay. Well, uh, uh, probably no one's. Supports... How about now? Oh, oh okay. better.
2: There we go. Good timing. Go ahead.
1: Favorite character. Go. <laughs> I can't hear you again now. I would say my personal favorite character to use is probably you know the bleeders, all of the bleeders in general. <clears throat> Camo started my love of bleed and has driven me forward.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So, chemo then, basically. Basically, yeah. Alright, that's cool. That's respectable. That's respectable.
1: Alright. Although Perfect. I do have a lot of fun using Grundy. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <Big watch. laughs> Understandable. Yeah. You are an ogre, so...
1: Right? He's, like, he's the closest we got. Zombie?
2: <laughs> Zombie ogre. <laughs> okay.
0: So, uh, not that anyone cares, obviously. But uh, my favorite character is Firestorm because ever since his inception, I've appreciated the fact that he's basically made a new kind of way to handle a match. It's not just, oh, I'm going to punch this guy and I'm going to punch him again and I'm going to punch him until he's dead and then move on to the next guy. Or, oh, I'm just going to do AoE AoE after AoE after AoE after AoE. Instead, it's like, I'm gonna front load eight million buffs into this one person, and then watch him blow his load all over the enemy team. And (laughs) (laughs) whatever. And but it's super nice because you know you have characters like I don't know, Huntress and Suicide Squad, Deadshot, who you know you blast them with a bit of a nuke, and then out of nowhere they're like, "Oh man, I was a superior character. What happened to me?" You know, because back in the day, when Suicide Squad Deadshot was at his prime, I never thought he was a problem, because I would just kind of blow through him with Firestorm, and everyone was like, oh, he's tier one, when I was making my tier list series, everyone in their mom was like, why isn't Suicide Squad Deadshot tier one? And I'm like, because he's not good? I I don't know, what are you talking about? And everyone was like, oh, he's amazing. I never realized it, I guess, because I was just like, oh... Look, it's a Suicide Squad dead shot. And there we go. Oh, what a shame. Him so, and the two other arrows. <laughs> right the and then possibly the final guy, I don't know. But, you know, that's just, it's so nice to just have a character that can end a match before the opponent even gets a turn.
2: <clears throat> from, from a small point, like, everyone knows that Superman's my favorite character, but in the game he's not my favorite character because I don't use him as much. If I were to pick a character in the game, that I use a lot. That is my favorite character. Sadly, I probably think that Green Lantern Hal Jordan is my favorite character. <laughs> Another <Ew>. one. <laughs> no! The, the, the only reason is because he was my first character, and I built him up so much, and I was using him so much in PvP for the big for the you know the good part of the beginning of the of the year. That you know I have uh, a small affinity towards the Green Lanterns, uh, and also yeah, the yeah. other lanterns too, uh, Arceus and uh, John Stewart, ex- of course, they're awesome. But Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. They don't mention the best one. Yeah, well, Med I mean, fill. but that's the thing. Oh, the well, yeah, Medfield is all. <laughs> broccoli the, the master race of vegetables. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> um, let, let's let's move on from there. There's one thing that I kind of right, wanted to right. to to address from the chat that I. <laughs> everyone's asking, ogre, are you actually Seth rogan in disguise? <laughs>
1: no no i'm not
0: (laughs) don't lie to us ogre the
2: world
1: needs to know i am not seth rogan i don't look like anything like him (laughs) Mm. apparently
2: you sound exactly like him and they're talking about the green hornet movie for some reason but (laughs) hey whatever i can
0: can hear it in his voice all right so uh moving on from there uh into the other stuff uh oh community discussion so Oh man, Ogre's taking huge hits. Are we sure he's not Seth Rogen? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, man. Uh, but, um, okay, so hate mail, doing the hacker topics, which DP constantly locks and then unlocks and <clears throat> apologizes for. Uh,
2: is that your car?
1: It's over by me, I'm sorry.
2: Okay, okay. Um, what were we talking about? All oh, right, the hacker topic.
0: Uh, Not ind- just a hacker topic, mm-hmm. but the hacker topics, uh, okay. plural, if you will. Right. And you know what? Tie into that also the uh, recent stuff about uh, the Quin City and
2: all that. Okay. Well, um, first, hackers in general. Uh, I mean, boo, hackers! Don't like hackers. Wish, wish they weren't there. Of course, everyone sort of feels that way, except for the people who actually do the hacking. Uh, but. Okay. Um in terms of how I feel about its presence of like all those topics on Reddit, personally, I find it annoying. like I'm not a, I'm not a fan of it, not just because I'm a mod, not just because it's my job to sort of police and take care of that stuff. but <coughs> it's mainly just because if I was just a user uh, reading Reddit to find out stuff, I just don't want to see like a million threads of the same thing just all over the place and I can't find what I'm like looking for, although I know that um, you can use, the search function to find stuff I, c- I actually do rely on what's on the the hot tab in the new tab to see what's going on and that's where floodgating came in a while back and you know my job got uh from a little bit difficult to very 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 difficult uh and people were sort of not unhappy with the way things were going but you know this was a community decision this wasn't just us that wasn't just us saying like hey uh we don't like this bam banhammer. hammer no that it was more of the community saying, we, we voted on this, we think it's not appropriate, and we feel that these topics shouldn't really be flowing all over the place. They should be controlled and organized. But in terms of the Twin Cities situation, uh, and I think Lost Lantern was the other one.
0: I don't know. But
2: when, when I looked at the evidence there, I definitely see that it was a bit suspicious. But then when I actually think about it in terms of Feasibility. I think it is possible to actually do that, but it's on un, maybe unrealistic, but that's, again, I'm not someone in the top 10 or top 35 doing, you know, those constant pushes. So I can't really know for sure, uh, how many points you can rack up. I know that, uh, someone posted a video recently, I think it was, uh, how do you say his name? Is it hate, hate mail? Yeah. It's hate mail. Hate mail. Yeah. Hate mail posted a video on it recently, I think, was the one he he ran through it just auto-battling through three or four minutes worth of fights of showing how many points you could rack up. I think it is doable um, given the right circumstances, like the right hardware and the right setup. Right. You could probably and do also,
0: it. And also, plus you gotta think, with the notoriety of being number one, he's probably racked up a fair amount of defensive wins from people trying to exactly measuring measuring contest against the AI.
2: Right so um, so that like just to s- just put my my opinion on that again just I think it's possible I don't think it necessarily has to do with him hacking uh, personally I would actually find it a little bit odd that someone who'd spend so much money in the game would actually hack hacking would be uh, more for the point of view of somebody who doesn't want to spend resources on the game and wants to just sort of coast and have fun and just don't, they don't really care if their cow gets banned or whatever So, Mm -hmm. someone who committed so much into the game has a lot to lose if their account got banned. So, I don't really see that being, uh, I mean, unless you're that baller and your account gets banned, you just start another one and just dump all your resources into that one, too. I really don't see the point, you know? Mm
3: -hmm. That's Yeah, I mean, me
0: personally, when it comes to the topics, I don't mind them, like, the times when we have to do floodgating is very extreme. Like there has to be like eight topics on the front page within like certain amount of time of one another. Which you know that's that's whatever. We voted on that. That's fine. As far as the uh hate mail topics, you know, whatever, they're cool. He does his work. I appreciate him. As far as the whole loot and Twin Cities thing goes, I just think it's nice. dumb that people are like, "Oh, stuff close <coughs> Excuse me. I'm a mod, they're breaking the rules. I'm not going to just be exactly. like, oh, well, I better look away. <laughs> so, you know,
3: yeah.
0: but it's one of those things. Do I think it's possible? Frankly, it doesn't really matter to me because one, I don't play, but two, I'm not fighting for number one. Like exactly. him being in first place doesn't change the fact that I would be in like hundred or 1500, you know, like hackers, I could understand that. Because people were being wrongfully bumped out of top 100. But this is like, this just seems like such a non-issue, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially for people to get so heated about. Right. Uh, what do you think, Ogre? Do you have any thoughts on it?
1: I have to refrain because I, haven't, I have no idea what y'all are talking about.
0: Fair enough. Okay, that's right, fine. Then. So uh, <laughs> right,
3: Let's just
1: move on.
0: Moving on from that, on to the next thing. Uh, Shows my lack
1: of
3: time lately.
0: It's cool. Uh, let's see. We talked about that. We talked about that. I'm back as a mod. No one's surprised because I don't have anything (laughs) else going on. (laughs) I'm probably the most surprised. (laughs) Uh, let's see. We answered questions already. Doom thoughts. I've already given enough of those. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Thoughts on the community in general. I think we have a pretty damn good community personally.
1: Mm -hmm. Agreed. So, I don't
0: get why we're not in the community center, and it hurts my soul.
2: Oh, It was, really does. I want to talk about that. So about the fact that the Reddit's not there and given, putting actual numbers to it. I was just looking at the Reddit page. We have almost 4,000 people in our Reddit, right? So we, we have over 3,000 people already. 3,800, I think, is the number. That's quite right. a substantial number of people just reading content online. And I, I probably, I don't know exactly the numbers for the official forums, but let's be honest here, for the majority of people who are going to, f- to look for online content, isn't Reddit pretty much the front page of the internet, as it says on Reddit?
0: <laughs> on the front page uh, of the Reddit. internet. Yeah, exactly.
2: So
1: what I'm saying is like, yeah, why, like why is it yeah. on the
2: front page of the community center? <laughs> <laughs> so. Damn.
1: That, that, yeah. Honestly, I still think that one could be a, a legal ease issue. Yeah, that could be. That could be. I could Maybe. see
0: that. I mean, it's WB. Like, it's not like they don't have the resources to do it. But whatever. That's <laughs> just me being salty. Okay, but cool. We all agree. Red mm-hmm. community kicks ass. The other community. It does. kicks does. Ass. We got it. It's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, okay. No offense to the official forums. You know, the people who post there, they're fine. But my God. And this is me going off the record here. Don't tell them I said this, but tell them I said this. Their mods are garbage. I am sorry. You don't ban people for speaking out. Like, I understand maybe you feel like you have to because you're on the official forums as a mod. But, like, I think one of the best things about our community is the fact that we're just like, oh, you want to talk about how WP's, WB pissed you off? That's fine. We don't care. You have a right to. We're not going to censor you. And then you have people coming over, like, "Oh, I posted this on WB forum. They banned me for life," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Excuse my language, but sweet Jesus.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the one thing I don't agree with with any online uh, community: the fact that like people start posting content that you're not you're not happy with, and you just outright ban them, not just remove the post, not just lock the post, ban the person, like straight up. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. Like, like,
0: I've legitimately banned one person on Reddit, which haunts me to this day. And that's because he had over like 130-something reports on him yeah. since the game's inception. And yeah. I was like, okay, I should probably step in and do something about this. And then he broke the actual Reddit rules, and I was like, okay, you get permabanned. I was going to ban you for a day, but that's – no, you – no. Right. So – Yeah, I remember
1: that too. <sighs> Man,
0: that's what yeah. led to everything too. Like the votes, like everything. Yeah. Man,
1: oh yeah, man. I remember that. So it was well, dark times. Um, mm-hmm. But
2: let's 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 bring it back to a more positive note. Reddit, awesome. Right. Right. Best, sorry. Maybe not so uh, much. <laughs> yeah. But
0: we're uh, mm-hmm. honestly that's basically everything barring the final thoughts. So.
2: But let's let's actually open it up to the community a little bit. Let's take a couple of questions from them. Um, so if if you guys want to ask us any questions just type them out, we'll pick one or two uh, and then try and answer them
0: yeah, I mean we've been answering questions throughout the podcast but Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll take one or two more
2: Okay, I
1: am not Seth Rogen
2: yeah, not Seth Rogen (laughs) Uh, (laughs) just a very quick one just a very quick one that Nick wrote he's talking about um, the Reddit gold that apparently our subreddit received I actually didn't know that Reddit gold was a thing, to be honest uh dc legends was the first subreddit i ever joined so it's like that time oh, I yeah st- it's when i actually started reading Reddit.
1: dc legends uh, is why i created an account on reddit
2: me too exactly
1: so i'm with so you so if you're telling me about oh, red gold i don't even know what Reddit gold is so i'd have to look into that i didn't know either until i got it yeah man, so I, uh,
0: I, it, it was the second subreddit that i ever subscribed mm-hmm. to but yeah, I didn't know that red and gold was a thing either. And then someone mm. randomly gave it to me. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Thank
2: you.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt, yeah.
2: yeah. But, uh
1: thank uh, you, yeah, random stranger.
2: Doom, you have <laughs> you have a question. Cyborg. You have a question, Doom. Can you enlighten us on how you got the name Sperm Whale?
0: No, let's talk, let's talk about Cyborg first. <laughs> Cyborgs is the more pressing issue here. Cyborg, underrated or meh? Well, personally, at least for me, I've gotten it to where I can have Cyborg take... Concurrent turns with a certain composition, I think he's great. But yeah. you know, if you can't really do that, then I think he's fantastic. Yeah. Otherwise, he's so good at PVE.
2: I oh think that God. I think Cyborg is actually awesome now, especially with LiveWire being a like a big part of the meta game because he just ignores all that uh, evasion because he has the 100% crit up. I mean, it's possible that he still misses, but it's very unlikely. Still, but. Mm. <clears throat> And yeah, he's,
1: what do he's, you think, I, I think he definitely has a place, and with all the evasion coming in, he's definitely going to start seeing more play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Cool beans. Okay. Now,
1: PVE, how I, he's a god. <laughs> how I
0: got the name Sperm Whale. Uh, well, it's a very, very long story. For those of you who don't know, I used to be a exotic entertainer, if you will. <laughs> I live in Florida. (laughs) There's some bars here, and it's actually pretty high demand because we're also a military town. Yeah, go figure. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that's not my actual stage name. I have a different stage name. But uh, the whole sperm whale thing started because uh, I was propositioned at one point for uh, indecent acts by a consumer of my actions. And I refused him, of course, because at the time I was not quite 18. (laughs) But, you know, I wasn't working as the exotic, whatchamacallit at that time. I was working as just a regular bartender host guy. And, you know, it was a friend's bar. So he let me work under the table, you know, hand over fist. But I refused him. And he called me a whale. And it was funny because at the time I didn't play games, I didn't know what a whale was. So eventually I became the exotic dancer folk and, you know, it's a good job. It pays well, all that jazz. And then I come into this game and, you know, I spent so much money. People call me a whale again. And I was like, that term keeps coming up. And then one of my friends next to me was like, you used to be a dancer. Doesn't that make you like a sperm whale then? And I was like, that's my new stage name, I guess. (laughs) It was Johnny Dangerous or on certain nights. I was known simply as Antonio. And then we had a guy on the side of the stage that would do the little guitar riff, that, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, you know, the little Western thing. Good times, though. But, yeah, that's the origin of sperm whale. And so, now, so, so if I ever may- go back into dancing, that's how it'll be.
2: <laughs> to be very honest with you, I actually thought that whole conversation before that was written was, See his voice was out just there? a troll. He's
0: admitting being one of my uh, customers. <laughs>
2: But you know what I mean? Like I thought I thought that all of that was a giant troll, I thought. But now the way you're telling it sounds like it's a very legitimate story, so I don't know what to believe.
0: Well, I mean you can believe it if you want, or you can believe it obviously. But uh yeah, back when I was sixteen I worked as a host hand over fist. Okay. And then got proposition, declined, and then the whole sperm whale thing happened way later. Okay.
3: <laughs> all right. Well. Uh
0: so let's see. Uh Okay, Ogre, uh, he wants to know if Jonah Hill is as big a jerk as he seems.
1: <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> the funny thing is, my name is actually Brett Hill. Uh, oh. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm sorry, I have no idea.
0: Sure, <laughs> it is, Seth Rogen. You can't fool us. <laughs> so, what's this? Who do you guys think will be the next character to be reworked?
2: Oh, this is a good question.
0: Uh, let's see. Next month is what? Arrow month, right? Er- Sorry, that's supposed to be a secret. Next month, Arrow month. <laughs> uh, no, not Princess. I think it's going to end up being, uh... Either they're going to rework uh, Castaway to make him reasonable, or they're going to maybe rework the Flash. My money is either on the Flash being reworked, because they have this bad habit of reworking decently powerful characters, or it's going to be a character that no one uses who's very big into the uh, what you might call which is going to be Black Canary.
2: Okay. So, those are my thoughts. That's quite possible, yeah. I can see that.
1: I think Deathstroke, personally. Yeah, I saw Deathstroke. Prophet
2: wrote wrote Deathstroke in the chat. Actually, Deathstroke is is probably up there. I think Deathstroke could definitely use a rework. And I think Deathstroke could be uh, a good example of a stat rework, too. Not just a kit rework. You know
0: they're not going to do that.
2: I don't know. I mean, they could give a little bit more speed. Good, Like for an assassin, how can you be so slow?
0: That's the thing, though. <laughs> if they give him more speed, then that'll prove that they can give characters more speed, um, and then everyone's going to go crazy.
2: That's true. I can see that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yay, rockin' hard, boys. All right. Um, I, I kind of want to wrap things up a little bit quickly because uh, we're, yeah, uh, we're approaching the two-hour mark. So Yep, we finished yeah, our no, questions. Yeah. We, so we, uh
0: we. what do you guys think, community? That's your question for now. What do you guys think? Are we boring? Do I sound fifteen? Does Seth, Rogen Am I Seth Rogan? Venue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be I record- mean, We paid a lot of money to get him to guest star here. <laughs> <you
2: know, laughs> I'm recording this so when what, what it goes up on uh, SoundCloud or wherever later on when we link it, you guys can post on the comments there or on the Reddit link when I post it there too. So if you guys you can, want, you can listen to it again and then rework your thoughts and let your comments there.
0: Yeah, but I mean, why would you want to listen to this again?
1: I'm going gonna... <laughs> right. to listen to it because I want to know what I cut out on. and <laughs> Yeah. All right,
0: so next up is Ogre's thoughts on content creation. So tell us, Seth Rogen, what do you think about making movies?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, the content creation thing is I want to get back to it at some point. I know I've been out of it for a little while, and I, as soon as I find time, I am going to come out with more, more stuff for you guys. I love creating the, the team crafting series, and I want to come back out and start doing some more of those again.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel you there. I've been so lazy on the insights. Like, I have a break from school, and I haven't even looked at the characters. Well, I have one ready for like five, but I'm not releasing them yet. Mm -hmm. But uh, partially because some of the characters aren't actually out yet. But um, yeah, I want to get back into my content creation too. I just got to find the right time. And uh, speaking of content creation, DP, do you have something you'd like to ask our lovely audience? Right.
2: Uh, in terms of this podcast, it seems like everything is going quite well for the first run. I mean, there's a little bit of like hiccups here and there, but not so bad. The one thing that I want to ask the community, for those of you who are artistically inclined, a lot more than I am at least, um, we are probably going to try and take this a little bit further, maybe try and do this once a month. So for the foreseeable future, if we want to get onto iTunes or uh, Patreon or something like that, we're probably going to need some graphics. So if anyone has an idea of uh, a logo we could have or some kind of banner or something like that, that features the Oddsman broadcast, um, as it's written on Reddit, uh, minus the typo that Ogre wrote, (laughs) Uh, that would be great. If somebody can help us uh, creating something, you know, that would look cool, that we could use. we we'll definitely put you in the credits for that. And uh, also in terms of music, uh, I just picked a random song or royalty-free piece of music that I found on the internet to use as the current intro and outro <laughs> that you'll hear in a few seconds. Uh, so if anyone actually can compose something that would be good, uh, maybe a little bit superhero or, e- or even super villain-like, that, that could go or for...
0: Too. That could be also awesome, good if you could recommend us something, if right. you overhear something right. license-free and you're like, hey, this would sound great.
2: Yeah, that would be Excellent. awesome. So something that would fit us, fit our sort of feel, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. That would be great and uh, definitely we'll give you credit to the, uh, for that too. So um, I think there's not much else to touch on. Any final words?
0: Uh, you go first, Ogre. I got final words, but I want them to be last.
1: Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I'm just still looking forward to the HP bug getting fixed someday. But again, it may or may not happen uh, question for you, DP. Yep. What do you think your time frame will be to release this? Uh, no promises, but
2: if I can edit everything and make it nice and smooth, I hope Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, it'll be up online. Cool. Uh, I figured people were going to ask. So yeah. Okay. All right, DP final words. Uh, there's not much else I need to say. A lot of the content that we wanted to say today, like because this is our first run, we didn't get to cover some things. So we'll probably uh, <coughs> look over that again and do it for the next month. But um, any any suggestions for the next podcast, uh, please write them in the Reddit uh, where we have currently posted the coming soon that Ogle wrote. Or even uh, when, I, when I post the SoundCloud link or whatever it is, uh, comment there. And we'll take that into consideration. It'll help us write our script and our plan for the next podcast.
0: Now then, for my final words, of course, I want to go ahead and thank my two guest hosts, Ogre, DP. It's been great. Now, do keep in mind, this was our first time through. DP will work on editing it. But honestly, I would actually say release it as it is, and then we can just do the actual podcast because this was a good practice and i feel like if we just shape it up we can make it perfect and we can probably just run it by next week but uh mm-hmm. you know well, but we if you next week or it next out, month uh i don't know we could do it next week in just a single run but if you're editing it out and want to post this that's fine too we can cover
2: well it more it's more about a time commitment for me in terms of uh yeah also we can that. do this yeah well we'll, we'll think about it
0: <laughs> yeah but um one last thing, of course, is that uh oh, of course, thanks the to the audience too. Glad you guys were listening and all that jazz. But um, <laughs>
1: can't do it without you.
0: Yeah, we couldn't do it without you. I mean, we could, but it wouldn't get us anywhere. But uh, right. <laughs> so we were thinking, or I was thinking, because I'm overly ambitious, about maybe eventually down the road we would start doing other content as well, maybe like. You could watch all of us be shit at Minecraft. You could watch all of us be shit at, well, two of us be shit at StarCraft. And then, you know, but. uh, DB crush our
1: souls. Stuff like
0: that. (laughs) um, Other fun things. And, of course, we'd have to get there eventually. But the main point I want to bring up is we want to involve some of you guys in there with us as well. So if you guys want to volunteer to be on the show next time or anything like that, I mean, feel free to just let us know, you know? I mean, we're always looking for guest stars, and we're going to obviously try to get some top 100 players in here for perspective or some other content creators, but you community guys are just as important to us as anyone else, really. So if you guys say, hey, I want to be part of the oddsman. I want to hang out with you guys, talk it up, tell dude he sounds shitty on the microphone, or <laughs> feel like, you know, if you want to hang out with Seth Rogen, that's cool, too. but the main point is just let us know you know we're happy to have you guys and hopefully you'll have us next time so roll that outro